Welcome back to another episode of Unready Podcast. Um, we have <clears throat> Grant. We also have Eli here. Um, what we're going to touch on on this episode this week is um, it's pretty exciting news just for, uh, I think, Detroit fans as a whole. On um, the last three or four days, we've learned that the Lions will be on um, Hard Knocks and then we'll also be hosting the NFL Draft um, in Detroit in 2024. So uh, I think we're just going to kind of touch on, you know, what that type of stuff does just for like a fan base and the city as a whole. And um, yeah, so I'll just go ahead and let you kind of kick it off, Eli. Obviously, you know, any type of like event like this is going to, you know, benefit a city, you know, in many, many ways. Um, so you know, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, the draft being here and then also hard knocks, you know, Lions being on hard knocks. You know, what are your thoughts on both those events for Detroit overall? Yeah, so I guess I'd start out with the, the more uh, one that's coming up more recently. And that would be one that's coming up quicker, and that would be hard knocks. Um, that's something uh, I know that me and you both watch pretty religiously every year. Um, it's something just kind of – whether you care about the teams or not, in the middle of the dog days of, of the summer when there's not a lot of sports happening, uh, a lot of sports that I care about, I should say, happening – um, I always tune in. That's just some good football to watch. Uh, a lot of behind the scenes. You always call kind of, for lack of a better term, fall in love with a couple of players you never heard of. Some guys trying to make the team or some random, you know, fourth round pick. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Just what we can bring to the table as far as that goes. Uh, the behind the scenes of our uh, team, our program. Uh, like you said before we hopped on, just what is Dan Campbell really made of? Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to get a, you know, 10 episodes, an hour long of him um, for good or bad. You know, I'm, I'm really thinking this is kind of going to be a, a make or break thing for him. I hate to say that, but I know we're coming off a very bad season. He's kind of somewhat glorified for that anyway. Uh, yeah. But with that being said, I think if he goes in here and he basically what I wrote down was this hard knocks will prove whether he is a genius or a clown. Yeah, uh, that's the exact quote I put down on my phone, you know, so if he's a genius, he's coming in here and he's talking about drinking, you know, 80 ounces of coffee in the morning and, you know, biting kneecaps and all that stuff. And we go out there and, you know, go three and 14 again. It's going to look very bad. Now, if he yeah. goes out there and all that motivational stuff works, and we turn the team around and are in the playoff hunt or sneak into the playoffs, you know, even yeah. I'll let up a little bit. But I think this is that's one of the big things I'm looking forward to is just. What is he like behind the scenes um, and get a real in-depth view of all of that? So I kind of – that's the biggest thing, um, you know, a couple – what were we, five or six months out that I'm looking forward to is just kind of analyzing everything about him. Um, and then obviously we don't know who we drafted yet, but would love to see some of the young guys in there working their, working their way in and, um, and fighting and competing. So all in all, that's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to uh, hard knocks. Yeah. Great hard knocks. Yeah. Right, yeah. We have the same exact opinion you know, on Dan Campbell. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not, I think being a Lions fan so long, he kind of passed like the rah-rah, you know, side of things. You know, he was talking about all the biting kneecaps and whatnot. And, you know, obviously, you know, what you know, we kind of knew what that season was going to be, losing Stafford and, you know, kind of just rebuilding basically from the bottom. Um, so I, I'm kind of looking at forward to this kind of, you know, would this make me more of a Campbell fan? You know what I mean? Like, is he – like, is it all just kind of for the cameras or is it going to be like, you know, do we get to kind of see like who he really is? You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, I've heard that more behind the scenes, he's more of like a quiet guy and just kind of, you know, leading by example type deal. But then he kind of gets to the podium and starts, you know, having like little weird punchlines and different comments that he makes. So overall, I'm just looking to see like what he really is and like, you know, maybe can like can see like how he is in that type of environment, like, would that make me more of a fan? Because right now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, we'll see. 
Um, but I'll say also, I'm more excited about the team itself. I mean, I'm thinking about like, you know, seeing like guys like Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift, um, you know, Panay Sewell, you know, just like some of the like, you know, stars we have like on the team overall, just kind of seeing them in their, you know, you know, behind the scenes in their national environment, you know, they have the players at the crib, you know, hanging mm-hmm. out with the team and such, really like kind of like digging in on like, you know, their, their families and just like, you know, stuff they do in the community. So, you know, for me, it'll, it'll, it'll definitely, all in all, Hard, hard Knocks always hypes me up just because it's like literally like they, they have it to where it starts in like early August and then like the last season, the last episode is like basically like that next week is when the season actually starts. So um, I'm looking forward to just like in the, like prior to like kind of a random team, like you said, we just kind of watch because we, you know, everybody watches Hard Knocks, but now I'm like really like looking forward to like tuning in and just seeing, um, you know, more of like the behind the scenes uh, just because it is our, you know, our hometown team. So I agree. A different level of uh, engagement when it's somebody that, you know, you're familiar with, yep. um, this familiar with, you know, we know players that made that, that, you know, have no business being on a Lions team. We have players that we love that don't get playing time. We have, we know everything ins and outs of the Lions. So I think just when you're that involved and you've been uh, uh, following a team our whole life is, and I believe, um, I know this, I think this is the first time the Lions got on Hard Knocks, but this would be like the fourth time that uh, uh, golf is on the Hard Knocks. So it's interesting, third time, I think. Uh, so it's interesting uh, just to see that, you know, play out. I, um, obviously he doesn't, he's not a run to the cameras type of guy, but uh, it's, it, that even is going to be an interesting thing. His second year here, he's clearly on the hot seat. Right. Um, most people are ready to push him out uh, very quickly. So, I mean, I don't know how many people would even bat an eye if we went and got, you know, like Malik Willis with the second pick. You know, I think um, – I'm not saying we should do that, but I know if a lot of people probably wouldn't bat an eye if we did that and they would push golf out in a heartbeat. So even just to see what he can go come up and do um, with his second season here and kind of approve it here. Uh, yep. You know, you were hurt last year. You're banged up. You made some bad – plays, bad throws, um, you cost us games, the coach cost us games. So uh, just kind of all in all, just uh, I'm excited to see all of that kind of come together in one unit here. Clean slate. And I think one thing, too, and we'll definitely jump to the draft after this, um, just like all last year, you know, people making the jokes about being the Detroit Rams and everything. I don't think we was ever really on that train. Like, I always thought it was just like we're rooting for Stafford. Right. Like, I don't think for a second I was ever like, man, I'm about to like, might have thought of getting a Rams jersey just because like, I get the snapper ones. I thought that'd be kind of dope. But, like, that's about as far as, like, it went for, like, me personally. You know what I'm saying? So I think this would be an opportunity for us to be, like, for people, like, you know, whoever going to tune in, like, any type of fan, you know, of the NFL, be like, man, like, you know, Detroit really is, like, you know, you know Detroit versus everybody, like, real gritty, you know, just, you know, grinders, like, you know, chip on their shoulder. We can kind of, like, rebrand ourselves as, like, this is who Detroit is going forward and not like, oh, this is the Detroit team that held Stafford back for 12 years. So I'm also looking forward to just like them almost in a way like, you know, catch, you know, catching like more like um, popularity like around the NFL. It's like, oh man, like, you know, they really just got like a really gritty team and it's not just the dumpster fire that's been a dumpster fire for the last 15, 20, 25 years that, you know, just kind of wasted three Hall of Famers careers. So no, I agree with that. And, and just, you know, looking forward to the draft. Um, you know, I know we were hosting a draft in 2024. Um, yeah. You know, I, obviously that's what, two two seasons out from now, so it's no telling where we'll be at two years from now. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, we very well could have that first pick. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think either way, um, you know, we the city was awarded the, dra- the draft. Um, I know I've, I've done a little bit of research on that. It's, it's kind of like a bidding process that 
uh, that's several years out. And mm-hmm. so, uh, Detroit, I know you said, I, you met, you mentioned the cities beforehand, but Detroit, uh, DC, and I think you said Green Bay were like the finalists. Um, I'm picking Detroit over any of those cities, but obviously I'm biased. Um, but I, I would say, you know, that's something that's also just more momentum for the city. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, they just dropped one of the best, newest uh, stadiums, NBA stadiums right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. Uh, um, there's countless brand new buildings downtown. There's countless brand new restaurants and apartments and just all, a whole new life um, kind of generating within the heart of Detroit. So just. Yeah. Always having things in a in a heart of a city and keeping people from across the world and across the country coming into a heart of a thriving city is how you keep a town alive and keep them doing well. Um, so that's something that I, you know, I know I want Detroit to be a world renowned city again, and it starts and begins with little things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't find out how much the city paid. Really, my fault on this, but I can't figure out how much the city paid to host it host the event. But from what I could tell, is it's typically about a twenty times your money return. Um, so uh, I wrote down a couple of them at the last couple ones here. Um, Cleveland paid $5.5 million, generated just over a hundred million. Philly paid, I couldn't figure out what they paid, but they generated 91 million. Dallas generated 125 million and Nashville generated 133 million. And these are all in three day weekends. Yeah. So if Detroit do anything around that, you know, um, it was a win for the city. Absolutely. And I think, too, I mean, you know, it's a three-day weekend, but I, how I'm looking at it, I mean, it's, it could almost be kind of like a seven- to ten-day event, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of these, um, you know, NFL Network, ESPN, like all these different podcasts, you know, probably showing up, you know, three or four days in advance, yep. you know, just going to different restaurants, like hanging out at Greek Town, you know, just really, like, ingraining themselves within, like, you know, downtown Detroit for a good, you know, good, good period of time. And yeah, I mean, it's not like you said; it's not going to do anything but you know, just be better for the city of Detroit as a whole because it'll put a lot of like you know, them small businesses you know that are downtown. Um, it's a lot of different like put have opportunity to put a lot of those businesses and those types of things like on the map um, to where they'll have more of like a um, bigger spotlight on them because it will be like you know the NFL draft will be you know either downtown or in the general vicinity of like Detroit. Um, I said, we don't, we don't know where it'll be at quite, you know, quite yet, but yeah, hopefully if they're able to kind of find a venue that they think will be able to seat a you know, certain amount of people and be like a good central area, people will be able to get in and out, get around. I mean, I would love for it to be, you know, um, right in like the heart of like downtown Detroit. I mean, baseball would be kind of like kicking off then, um, NBA will kind of be, you know, like, you know, uh, the playoffs. Well, this is probably being a little too optimistic, but hopefully be a scenario to where, you know, the Pistons could be you know, maybe, you know, dancing around, you know, maybe making the play in or like, you know, being in the playoffs around that time. Um, I might be a little off when it comes to the timeline as far as that's concerned, you know, for the possibility of them playing. But, I mean, hell, even the Red Wings, you know, I mean, we don't follow or touch on baseball or hockey at all, you know, on these on our podcasts. But, I mean, I think just to, you know, kind of see, you know, the excitement and just like, you know, great time of the year. It's like spring and weather's breaking and stuff. But I think that'll like, Overall, like the uh, just the atmosphere will be solid. I think that's something we definitely need to try to look into, you know, being a part of in some way, somehow. No, I 100% uh, am down, like you said, try to get a press pass, go down there. Even um, if that's not a possibility, which I think it could be this far out, um, mm-hmm. just being in the mix, you know, getting down there, bumping shoulders. There's no telling who you could bump into or yeah. who you may see or anything. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's like that way now in Detroit. You know, I go down to Detroit now and see, I've, you know, I've seen Drummond. 
I've seen uh, the guy who wrote Tuesdays with Maury. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Mitch Album. I've seen, you know, I mean, you, you go down to Detroit, you see people. Um, Smokey yeah. Robinson, I've seen him at Fishbones. I mean, so the, Detroit, obviously, a, a, a legit town. Um, yeah. Just bringing in that much money into a town is only going to help, especially a city that's looking to rebound. And um, so that's something that I know um, all of Detroit's going to come out for that. And as you said, there's enough happening in downtown where there's going to be tons of events, whether they're going to the casinos or whether the Tigers are playing that night or whether, and I'm sure that all that's going to be coordinated so that it is maximum events happening around that time. So that, um, yeah, so that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, I mean, there's three casinos that are pretty nice down there. There is, like I said, countless restaurants, countless small businesses. um, And all that's going to be beneficial um, when, you know, all the big money from across the, across the country comes in. And yeah. it's a win for Detroit. Hopefully, um, our, what we paid, just because I'm a kind of a business nerd, comes out. I would love to see that because, um, obviously, the town is – I mean, they filed bankruptcy like four years ago. So, probably shouldn't be costing out too much money, but you got to – you know, you get, scared money don't make money. So, you got to put some on the table in order to, you know, generate it back. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, I know one thing we kind of, you know, touched on before we jumped on that, you know, obviously, this type of conversation just sparks other ideas – It'd be awesome to see, you know, the Big Ten, you know, move around the, you know, the football conference championship and the, you know, the basketball like tournament. I think like, right now I'm pretty sure they're both in Indianapolis, if I'm not mistaken. Which, you know, that is kind of like the central like Midwest Big Town or Big Ten country, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love if you know they, you know, ever danced the idea of having it, you know, in Detroit, like you know, at Little Caesars Arena one year. You know, moving it to you know maybe having like Cleveland or something like that. So, I guess like what are your you know is there any if there if you could pick you know maybe a couple um, events just from like a college football or college football college basketball standpoint you know whatever that kind of looks like what would you you know maybe want to see? Yeah, so I definitely am. Uh, college basketball I think needs to be held in Detroit periodically. Um, I think I we said I think we established that Illinois and Michigan are only two. Big Ten states that have two Big Ten teams. And no disrespect to Illinois, but we're the only ones that consistently have teams competing for championships or playing in those games. Indiana um, does too. I just remember yeah. that. Purdue I mean, and, but they've always had it, though. It's always been there. Like, yeah, that's so, Yeah. No, yeah. I wasn't naming them because they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah. But, you know, I guess I did. I guess I'll put it this way. We're very formidable, and Detroit is a larger city. Um, a lot more happening in Detroit than Indianapolis. I've hung out. My brother-in-law lives in Indy. Not a whole lot happening there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool town, but I would pick Detroit over that any day. So I think both of those events probably should be periodically held in Detroit or just rotate it. You know, you could yeah. throw it in New York for a while. You could throw it in, uh, you know, Pittsburgh or Philly, you know, somewhere to help out those teams. Uh, probably keep it out of Nebraska, but, you know, you can rotate it a little bit. Um, just to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I no, so those two things. And then, obviously, I mean, the Super Bowl came here. I want all of it. But the Super Bowl came in 06. Um, Seahawks played Pittsburgh Steelers. I was a big Sean Alexander fan then. Uh, so, you know, that was great for the city. And that was the the depths of Detroit. And I can tell you, walking around there, that the city was alive. Um, yeah. It's a big event, um, big world now event. So, I just think the city needs to continue to put those things forward. Uh, there's enough entertainment value there. And I think D- Detroit's one of those cities that once you actually go there, you people fall in love with it. Yeah. Uh, people hear a lot of bad things about the town, but I don't know anybody that spent a week or weekend in, in Detroit 
and didn't have a good time. Right. So, yeah, and that's kind of what I, the selling point is, yeah, it's a little rough and gritty, but um, that's most Midwest cities are. Yeah. And also say, too, just even, you know, throw the NBA in there. All-Star Weekend is going to be in Utah next year. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm probably Utah's biggest hater. <laughs> just, yeah. like, as a franchise, like, I care, kind of care less about them. But you can't imagine. You know, I, I feel like if Utah can get the All-Star game, Detroit's definitely be in line. Like, now, you know, obviously All-Star Weekend, that, that does tend to kind of bounce around the country, you know, quite a bit. I don't know if we've ever hosted it, maybe back in like the 90s or something like that. We just don't remember. But I would definitely, you know, it would be great to be able to kind of, you know, have, you know, Hard Knock 2023, NFL Draft 2024, you know, 2026, 2027, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe in the next like three to four years, be able to host the All-Star game as well. Because I'm like you, I mean, I've you know, been in Detroit quite a few times, you know, enjoyed my time every time going there. Um, obviously aware of the bad rap that it gets just from people that don't go there enough. Um, so I think it would do nothing but make it more, you know, that going maybe one of those mega cities of the Midwest, Midwest, you know what I'm saying? Like a Chicago or, you know what I mean? Just as far as like how, you know, how big it is and what the potential that it, it could have to get bigger and to grow more. Really? Yeah. Nobody wants to go to Utah. You know I mean? That's one of those, I mean, they were struggling to get people to go to Cleveland and, you know, uh, in Utah, yeah. I, I personally think Utah is probably worse than that is, you know, it's farther out there, less to probably do. Uh, it's Utah, so I, right. think, um, yeah, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. How, and the Little Caesars Arena is a, you know, I don't want to say a billion dollar, but several hundred million dollar stadium that's not even five years old. Mm-hmm. And um, that venue's barely been used. The whole first year and a half, they couldn't even sell it out because of COVID. Uh, right. So you know that venue has barely been touched, barely been um, you know broken in, for lack of a better term. So I think they definitely should have that there. Um, we have enough of a, a hip hop rap scene to keep uh, to keep the entertainment there. Um, yeah. I, other than you know, I mean, like smaller underground guys that would really keep it interesting. Other than you know the Eminem type, um, you have a lot ten other smaller bubbling rappers that would put on great halftime shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizzo's from Detroit. I mean, you know, you could really put together something that uh, like a, a great entertainment package that the world or the country would enjoy, and people from all aspects of life could come here and enjoy um, yep. more than you would enjoy, you know, Salt Lake City in the middle of that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like you said, all in all, it's going to be <clears throat> just, it's going to be a great environment. You know, I'm, you know, just really looking forward to, you know, the next couple of years as far as, it's been a good, good little time as a Detroit fan, you know, all in all. I mean, you got, you know, Pistons are, I keep saying the worst, best team in the league currently. Um, number one pick, you know what I mean? Had a you know, potential to have another top three pick potentially on um, this upcoming year. And I feel like all the sports are starting to, like, it was really like dog days probably like three, four years ago. You yeah. know, all across, uh, sporting, like, yeah, across all major sports for Detroit. So it's kind of cool to see, like I said, I know we don't follow baseball and hockey that much, but, you know. No, I think, I, mean, I don't follow them and I'm going to, butcher some of the names, but I work with people who talk to me about Red Wings and Tigers all day. And I think they sound like they're in a similar ballpark as the Tigers, as a line, uh, yeah. where they got a bunch of young players and it's really just a matter of if we can make it click and, you know, sure. or keeping these, keeping this core together. Um, I know the Tigers got a couple guys with, uh, they a couple of coworker with, Ted with some hot bats. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> hot bats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no, I agree. I think we're a lot of the, 
lot of the teams are kind of in that same 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 ballpark where if they can hone in and make a couple of the right picks and a couple of the right free agent signings, you can take a, a below average team and make them um, you know formidable. And I know for a fact the Pistons are right there. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm beyond ecstatic about the Pistons. Uh, everything that they have going on, right. Pretty happy about the Lions too. You know, obviously, we have time to have a second pick in the draft, and um, and like four picks in the first forty picks or whatever. You know, I think we can make a lot happen in there too. But I, I would be, I, uh, I'll be lying if I said I wasn't extremely, extremely excited about whatever the Pistons have going on. And um, mm-hmm. I think we are this close away from really making noise. Right. Yeah. Agree with all that. Like I said, it's just a good time to be a Detroit fan. And, you know, for us, it's always like got to hang our hat on, you know, kind of like the smaller things just because, you know, on sometimes on the field, on the court, the performance ain't always been as great the last few years. But it's good to be able to hang your hat on some of those smaller things or, like, you know, those important events, not, cons- not smaller things, but, like, you know, very important events, but then also start to see the success on the field and on the court as well. So, yeah. No, 100%. And uh, I don't know if you have anything else to wrap it up, but just, um, you know, looking at the Pistons and Cade Cunningham, I just think they are in such a great position. Yep. The books are clean. You have four, three phenomenal players under the age of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an upcoming top three pick in line. You have um, trade assets in Jeremy Grant that you'll be able to probably get a very good player back or a, probably a lottery pick back for him at yep. any point in time whenever you decide to pull the trigger. We could have easily got rid of him for probably good pieces this year. We yep. would, were sitting around waiting and letting it cook and bake and, and really marinate and uh, and doing the right thing. You know, mm-hmm. we, we could have ran out, and I know you were against it, but we could have ran out and got Ben Simmons, but we ran out and stole Michael back. Uh, back. You yep. know, we stole him. As far as I'm concerned, that was a major pickup. We look like a completely different team in uh, post-eating him. Um, and I can begin to see the vision. So you throw yeah. in another top two pick, not Chet Holgram, another top two pick. I think um, <laughs> we are, uh, you know, we're right in the mix. I'm very, very, very oh, excited. Yeah. And, and Kate is great. You know, I mean, I've watched him a lot. And I it's, I haven't I haven't been able to see this myself, but I know you, you probably got to see this when you watched Kyrie Irving when you were in uh, Ohio, uh, freshman year yeah. of college, where he just stands out. You're like, this kid is special. You know, it. Regardless of what the record is, regardless of anything, you can look at that and say, this kid is going to be in the league for 10, 15 years and doing this every night. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm not even too far off of my potential prediction. If the draft can be in uh, Detroit 2024, I mean, there's, very, there's a very possible chance that yeah. Detroit could be in the middle of a playoff run. Um, I mean, that's like, and, that's like 15 more games. You can yeah. tell me we can't put together 15 more games in two years. I mean, I think we probably purposely lost 10 more games this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I think we're at 20. I mean, the record is ass, but I think we're at like 20 wins in, in mid-lower 30s are getting you in the playoff hunt. So, yeah, but hovering around 500 after the All-Star weekend. So we're already kind of trending that way. So, yeah, you, the expectation would be you know, maybe like a second-round matchup with somebody come, you know, 2024. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, obviously that's assuming Cade is going to keep that same projections and assuming Bay – is going to keep, you know, up, yeah. uh, upgrading a little bit as well, Bagley, and then we're going to throw in a good player. But I can't imagine, even if we kind of blow this pick, knock on wood, 
with what we have, you would think that we could be hovering around, you know, 40, 42 wins in a couple of years. Well, right. I, I, to me, I look, Cade looks like a guy who can drag a team into 35 wins once he actually gets acclimated in the league. I mean, he's a kid, so he's like 19. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a lot on a guy. And even last, like, he has, I don't know if you watched the game last night, but he, he shouldn't even have played. Mm-hmm. He was injured, and he's trying to play to win rookie of the year. He had five points at halftime. It was a rough first half. Yeah, and then I'll be honest, I, I'll be honest, see it. my wife uh, wanted to watch some little random reality show, so I turned it off when he had 17 points and then looked up and he dropped another 12 yeah. after I turned it off. Or, uh, sorry, another um, – he, he had 17 when I turned it off. He dropped another 17 points after I turned it off. So it's yeah. just very impressive um, that a young player can do that versus a K- – obviously they don't play defense, but versus a KD and um, – and uh, Kyrie Irving and All Stars, you know, Hall of Fame type players. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just I'm ecstatic. I think you know we're 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 sitting pretty. Yeah, yeah, future's bright. Like I said, we got a couple you know solid solid events to pepper in there, and um, ain't nothing yeah. much to go from up from nothing but up from here. Agreed, so. agreed. I know we got to cut it. We know we got to cut it short, but uh, I'm gonna just so we can have it on record here. I think we're gonna. I think we shut down Jeremy Grant because that deal is that we're going to trade him in in the draft. Yep. We shut down Jeremy Grant. I think that that Pelicans lottery, that's probably what's happening. There's no reason. I mean, you could shut him down because he obviously would help us win games, but I think they're saying, okay, let's keep him 100% healthy. This is what we're doing on draft day or around draft day. And uh, and they're moving forward. And I, you know, and I just making decisive decisions um and moving in the right direction that's how i know that you know we're, we're in good hands right oh yeah and then yeah finish up with this but i knew he was gone as soon as they got backley yeah so yep, yep. it was only a matter of time that just kind of solidified it so yeah well wow. to a good start we'll see what happens yes sir anything else for the people that's all man go detroit sports <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, please.